0: it's december 9th 2022 and this is your dsr daily brief i'm chris Kotnor. grant haver is on assignment today our top stories from international outlets this morning according to the ap secretary of state anthony Blinken's surprise announcement last july lacked any detail but its meaning was crystal clear in a rare moment on secret talks he said the biden administration had made a substantial proposal to russia to end the imprisonment of two Americans, WNBA star Brittany Griner and Paul Whelan. To get Griner and Whelan home, the U.S. would agree to the release of Victor Bout, an imprisoned Russian arms dealer with the ominous nickname of the Merchant of Death. The Russians had made no secret of their desire to get Bout home. On Thursday, Bout and Grier began their journeys home after a dramatic one-for-one swap, yet Whelan remains imprisoned in Russia. The deal wasn't all that the U.S. officials had wanted, but after months of difficult private negotiations and angry public accusations, it was, they concluded, the best they could get. According to the White House press secretary, this was not a choice for us on which American to bring home. It was a choice between bringing home one American or none. The deal brought a joyful end to an agonizing wait for Cheryl Greiner, Brittany's wife. The final outcome was less joyful for the Whelan family, though they said they supported the administration's action. Reuters is reporting that Russian forces have shelled the entire front line in the Donetsk region in eastern Ukraine, Ukrainian officials said, part of what appears to be the Kremlin's scaled-back ambition to secure only the bulk of territory it has claimed. The Russians have intensified their efforts in Donetsk and Luhansk. Ukrainian presidential advisor said in a video post, they are now in a very active phase of attempting to conduct offensive operations. We are advancing nowhere, but rather defending destroying the enemy's infantry and equipment wherever it tries to advance. In an early Friday report, the Ukrainian general staff Said its forces had attacked Russian positions and troop assembly points in at least half a dozen towns in the south of Ukraine. Russian losses amounted to about 240 wounded, with three ammunition depots and various military equipment destroyed, it added. Reuters was not able to verify battlefield reports. Al Jazeera reports that Saudi Arabia and China have reaffirmed their cooperation on the global oil market and the principle of non-interference in internal affairs during a visit aimed at deepening strategic relations at a time when Washington's ties with Riyadh appear increasingly frayed. Chinese President Xi Jinping and Saudi King Salman signed a series of strategic deals, including one involving Chinese tech giant Huawei, since the official visit began on Wednesday. In a joint statement on Friday, The two sides said they exchanged views regarding ways to reinforce and develop comprehensive strategic partnership relations between the Kingdom and China. It stressed the principles of sovereignty and non-interference, while affirming the importance of a peaceful solution to the Ukraine conflict. Elsewhere, the BBC says that Rishi Sunak is set to announce a collaboration between the UK, Italy, and Japan. To develop a new fighter jet that uses artificial intelligence. The Prime Minister says the joint venture aims to create thousands of UK jobs and strengthen security ties. The nations will develop a next generation fighter due to enter service in the mid 2030s that will eventually replace the Typhoon jet. It is hoped the new Tempest jet will carry the latest weapons. Work on developing it is already underway. With the aim to create a combat aircraft that will provide speed stealth, use advanced sensors, and even artificial intelligence to assist the human pilot when they are overwhelmed or under extreme stress. It could be flown without a pilot's input if required, and could be able to fire hypersonic missiles. According to the Straits Times, the managing director of the International Monetary Fund praised China's decisive move away from its hardline zero COVID policy, at a press briefing with the heads of other major economic institutions on Friday. We welcome very much the decisive actions taken by the Chinese authorities to recalibrate the COVID policies so as to create a better impetus for the revival of growth in China, Ms. Kristalina Georgieva said after a conference. China's performance matters, not just to China, it matters to the world economy as well. The global economy has been rocked this year as Russia's invasion of Ukraine has added to a stuttering post-pandemic recovery and a cost-of-living crisis in many countries. Political Europe reports that EU negotiators are poised to agree to the world's most stringent standards for sustainable batteries on Friday in a bid to spur local cell production, but at the same time generous U.S. subsidies threaten to suck investments out of the continent. The new U.S. Inflation Reduction Act, lavishes public cash on battery producers setting up in North America, which complicates the EU's effort to encourage battery production at home in Europe, something that's meant to be driven by the batteries' regulation. The EU's new rules will be an important package to make sustainability Europe's batteries' differentiator, said Chris Herron, spokesperson for lobby group EuroMata. But greener EU standards will also drive up costs, so the industry is calling for a boost in subsidies from Brussels. We now need a bigger carrot for bringing new supply chain investments to Europe instead of the U.S. or China. One won't work without the other, Heron said. In lighter news from the UPI, officials in a Florida city said a large-scale outage for power customers was caused by an iguana that wandered into a substation. The city of Lake Worth Beach said on Twitter that the city's power company Lake Worth Beach Electric Utility dispatched repair crews Wednesday to tackle a large-scale outage. The city said the outage was caused by an iguana that wandered into the 6th Avenue substation and came into contact with equipment. The city's outage tracking map confirmed power was restored later in the day. Green iguanas native to Central America, South America, and some Caribbean islands are considered an invasive species in Florida. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at the DSRnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. Last weekend, Grant spoke with Joss Kurlandzik, of the Council on Foreign Relations about the protests in China. If you aren't a member, go to the dsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief. <laughs>